0: Well, good weekday evening. Today is Thursday, October 5th, and the time is 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you are tuned in to the weekly edition of the Parents of Prodigals podcast. I'm your host, Brother Alan Weir. For this brief period of time, in comparison to eternity, when we come together for prayer supplication intercession petition and prayer warfare on behalf of those of us who are parents or guardians of unsaved sons and daughters the parents of prodigals podcast is a weekly live podcast committed dedicated and i've said it before and i will say it again consecrated to the ministry of encouragement, support, ironing sharpening iron, and lifting up before the throne of grace, your unsaved sons and daughters and mine, as we pray for their deliverance and salvation, that they come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and that their names will be written in the book of life so that they spend eternity with the Lord Jesus Christ. I've said before many times that I do not believe that we are in the last days. I believe we are in the last moments, the last seconds. The rapture of the church is the next event on the prophetic biblical calendar. And it could happen any moment now. It could happen tonight. If the Lord tarries, and many of us have unsaved sons and daughters, and we don't want them to get left behind to face the terrible period of time known as the Great Tribulation. What is the rapture? It is an event that is actually going to happen. It is not a fairy tale. It is not a fable. But it is an actual event that is going to occur. In the twinkling of an eye when it's least expected described in the book of first thessalonians for the lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of god and it goes on to mention that the dead in christ will rise first those who have died in the faith will rise from the graves And the Lord Jesus Christ will bring them up towards him in the sky. And then we who are alive and are still living here on earth and in the faith, those of us who have accepted Jesus Christ and surrendered our lives to him fully will be caught up together in the clouds with him. Christ is coming. You can be sure of that. And he's coming to snatch away all born-again believers and whisk them away to heaven. And following this period of time, following this event, there'll be a period of time, a seven-year period of time, known as the Great Tribulation, when God will pour out his judgments on an unrepentant and rebellious world. It's going to be a terrible time of judgments, tribulations, earthquakes, famines, plagues, signs in the heavens, God will pour out his judgments. The ones who will be left behind will face a terrible time. As a world leader, known as the Antichrist, will rise and deceive the multitudes into not only believing in him, but receiving his evil mark, signifying allegiance to him. And I believe the rapture, again, can take place at any moment. It could take place before this podcast is over. And so we pray, we fast, we petition the Lord for our unsaved sons and daughters. If not the rapture, the word of God in the book of Hebrews says that it is appointed once for a man to die. And after this, they face judgment. We read many times in the paper, we hear it in the news of young people in the prime of life. Healthy young people, maybe people who are working out and are in good health, eating healthy. Dying suddenly and unexpectedly in record numbers. We're not talking about people in their 80s or 90s. We're talking about young people in their 20s and 30s. word of god says that often men's hearts will fail them for fear all kinds of things can contribute to an early death but after a person dies they will face judgment and whether or not they surrendered their lives to jesus christ will determine where they will spend eternity and so whether it's the rapture or sudden demise in death We need to pray for our unsaved sons and daughters, that they accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, that whatever is keeping them from surrendering their life to Christ, it could be a love of pleasure. It could be bitterness or anger towards the church. Maybe they've had a bad experience. They want nothing to do with God. It could be even hypocrisy. Maybe they've seen hypocrites in the church, and they want nothing to do with the things of God maybe peer pressure, friends or acquaintances or people that they know who are telling them, you don't need to turn to Christ. There's plenty of time. Just be a good person. It could be self-righteousness is in the way. The false belief that maybe you can read a little bit of your Bible and go to church occasionally. Maybe you have a reverence for God. Having a form of godliness, the Word of God says, but denying the power thereof. Only full surrender of your life to Jesus Christ will secure your name in eternity. Have your name written in the book of life. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, that is to fully trust and surrender your life to Him, and you will be saved. That's the Word of God. It is true. It is sure. It is definite, it is sound, and we need to believe it firmly. And so that's what this podcast is about, praying for our unsaved sons and daughters. Many of us have sons and daughters that are in bondage to a variety of things, and we worry and we're anxious about them. We'll be discussing that in a few minutes, the remedy for that, as we have discussed before. And so we touch and agree there'll be a period of time later in the podcast when we will be coming before the throne of grace with several prayer requests that we have and some praise reports on how god is moving in the lives of some prodigals that we are praying for parents guardians who have submitted the names of their sons and daughters that they're anxious about and they want to see them saved i myself have the parent of two adult children my son accepted jesus christ as his lord and savior several months ago and i still pray for his perseverance in the faith and now i still pray for my daughter that she come to a saving knowledge of jesus christ and she will we all need to trust that god will answer our prayers again this is a live podcast and we welcome your participation in it Maybe there's a scripture you'd like to share. Maybe there's a testimony you want to give. Maybe there's an insight you want to share. Maybe you have a prayer request that you want us to bring before the throne of grace to touch and agree with you on. There is a phone icon on the Podbean app if you're listening live, and you can click on that and come on live on the air if you choose to do so. Or you can type in, key in your insight or prayer request, and we will see it on our screen. Perhaps maybe you wanna remain anonymous and you don't want the details divulged. We will respect your privacy and confidentiality. We don't wanna embarrass anyone or put anyone on the spot. We will respect your privacy, and we will present the prayer request, the unspoken prayer request before the Lord. We don't need to know the details. God knows all the details. At this time, I want to welcome a variety of listeners, as always, who are perhaps tuning in live. And you know, some localities, because of time differences, maybe on the west coast of the country, maybe perhaps on the other side of the world, we have listeners in other countries. And due to time differences and time zone, time zone differences, and maybe people cannot listen in live because of work obligations or other reasons, and they'll be listening to this podcast by downloading it later on. The Holy Spirit can move through a download. It doesn't have to be listened to live. The Spirit of God is not limited by just listening to the podcast live. But at this time, we do want to welcome listeners in New York, California, Colorado, and Pennsylvania. North and South Carolina, Oklahoma, Massachusetts, Connecticut, Idaho, and Georgia. Alabama, Maryland, Tennessee, and Texas. Ohio, Utah, and Wisconsin. Virginia and West Virginia. New Jersey and Montana. Illinois and Minnesota. Louisiana, New Hampshire. Oregon. The great state of Washington. Rhode Island, Indiana. Arizona. Michigan, Iowa, New Mexico, Kentucky, Arkansas, and Mississippi. Internationally, we have listeners in Mexico, Canada, Australia, France and Uganda, Brazil. There are parents of prodigals tuning in in the United Kingdom, Bosnia-Herzegovina, the Philippines, India, New Zealand, and most recently, Germany. If you're a new listener, we welcome you. And if you are a regular listener, we welcome you back to the Parents of Prodigals podcast. Before we go into our devotional, please join me in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you, we thank you, for this time when we can come together to mutually encourage one another, to pray for each other, We're parents of unsaved sons and daughters and we're concerned about their souls, Heavenly Father. I pray that this be a time of encouragement, strengthening, edification, and blessing to everyone, all listeners, including myself, Lord God. Something that someone shares may encourage me, I'm sure. There are times when I need encouragement, Heavenly Father. So I pray that your spirit prevail in this podcast. Be in the midst. Bless, Lord God. Reveal yourself, Heavenly Father. To all parents of unsaved sons and daughters who are tuning in live, and perhaps I pray this prayer to those parents of prodigals and guardians of prodigals who may be listening to this Prodigal who was listening in live At this moment or maybe Listening through a download That is shared with them Touch their Hearts and minds father Let this be a time of deliverance Lord God in Jesus Name we pray and we thank you Heavenly father amen And amen Well the title of Tonight's devotional is Casting away our anxieties for our prodigals. Casting away our anxieties for our prodigals. And our text is found in Psalm 55, verse 22. Psalm 55, verse 22. And I will give you a moment to find that text in your Bibles. You know, the background of Psalm 55 can be found in the book of Second Samuel, chapter 15. And that chapter records the account of the rebellion against David by his own son, Absalom, and the betrayal of one of David's closest advisors, Ahithophel, who sided with the rebels, forcing David to flee for his life with no friends, no family, or any supports by his side. One can only imagine the discouragement and the loneliness that David felt. And the psalm. Is attached to instructions regarding the use of a stringed instrument. The description of this psalm is that it is a maskiel, which implies that this is a very contemplative and sombre psalm, as David was thinking about his situation that he was facing. David begins the psalm with a prayer for rescue. In fact, David describes his fear using a Hebrew term which literally means to be shaking and trembling he imagines himself as having wings so he could fly away from his troubles but despite his situation and the way he's feeling he expresses hope and confidence in god's ability to work out the situation and provide the strength needed to endure it now let's read our scripture together psalm 55 verse 22 And I'll be reading first from the New King James Version of the Holy Scriptures, and then from a Hebrew interlinear. Psalm 55, verse 22. Cast your burden on the Lord, and he shall sustain you. He shall never permit the righteous to be moved. And now from a Hebrew interlinear. On Yahweh cast your burden, and he shall sustain you and he shall never permit the righteous to be moved. Now, you know, there is a story in the Talmud about a poor traveler who had no wagon or donkey to carry the heavy burden of his packs, which contained his belongings during his journey. And as he was walking, becoming more weary and exhausted and about to collapse, a man with a wagon rode by. The man in the wagon invited the weary traveler onto the wagon, and the traveler boarded the wagon. But after going some distance, the driver of the wagon noticed that the traveler was still carrying the heavy pack on his back. The wagon driver asked the traveler why he was still carrying the heavy pack, invited him to lay the burden down, and told the traveler that the wagon was strong enough to carry everything. the traveler told the wagon driver, You were kind enough to offer me a ride. I didn't want to overload you with my burden. Now how many times when thinking about our prodigal sons and daughters, are we worried that they will enter a Christless eternity, or that the rapture will occur and they'll be left behind? Or perhaps we carry the heavy pack of doubt that God is able to soften their hardened hearts Or deliver them from whatever stronghold has them in bondage. You know, some of us have unsaved sons and daughters who are in the bondage of addiction, and it doesn't seem as if the stronghold is going to give way. Others of us have prodigal sons and daughters who are incarcerated, and the enemy or our flesh will attack us with anxiety regarding their situation as we pray for their safety in those dangerous environments. Others of us have no idea where our prodigals are. And despite knowing that God is able to deliver and save, we still insist on carrying the burden of our worries for them. But David in our scripture text encourages us by telling us that we need to give God our anxieties and worries, as he apparently did in this situation. Now, let's unpack this scripture text so we can fully understand what David is saying to us. First, David instructs us to cast our burden on the Lord. Now, that word cast is the Hebrew word shalach, shalach. Now, shalach has several senses, all of which are associated with throwing something down. The term shalach literally means a swooping bird. And it's a Semitic term, which was used by fishermen when a bird would dive down and take away their fish. The bird would swoop down, snatch the fish, and fly away with it. The fish would never be returned, and it would be devoured and digested. The term shalach also meant to abandon something, to set it down or aside, walking away from it and forgetting about it. In Hebrew grammar, in our text, the word shalach is a command, it's an order. It is not a suggestion, it's not a recommendation, nor is it an idea to help you. God is ordering you and I, he is commanding you and I to give our anxieties and our worries regarding our unsaved children to him. He is commanding you and I to lay them down, to put them down to abandon them to his care and walk away and allow him to swoop down and take them from us. Now, according to our text, what, we, what are we commanded to shalach, to set aside, to abandon? What are we to allow God to swoop down and take away? Well, our text says that it is our burden, our burden. Or in Hebrew, the word is Yehavikah. Yehavikah, the Hebrew meaning being what is given or are a lot. But there is much, much more deeper meaning to this. The word Yehavikah is from the root word Yahav, Yahav, and it means to give. This is the word that was used for the casting of lots. Well, let's get into that. In ancient Israel, every farmer was given a portion of land to farm for one year. In order to be fair about the appointment of the land, because some farmers would get land that was rocky and had poor soil, or was difficult to cultivate or was too far from the farmer's home, the priest would redistribute the land every year in order to be fair. Now on an assigned day each year, the farmers would gather on a threshing floor on a farm and the priest would place small stones in a cup. Each stone had the name of a particular portion of land, and each farmer would reach into the cup to take a stone. Now since none of the farmers could read, the farmer did not know if they got good land or difficult and bad land that they had to farm. When all the stones had been distributed, each farmer would hold up his stone and proclaim, May Jehovah maintain my lot. And the priest would then read each stone to the farmers, and the farmers would accept their lot, their Yahavekha. Now if the land was bad, the farmer would do his best to cultivate the land. And Shalach, he would commit the situation to the Lord, doing his best and not worrying about the situation. He would trust that God would sustain him. Now, each of us, as the parent of an unsaved son or daughter, may be facing similar or unique situations because our circumstances or our lot, our burdens are different. But like the farmer, we need to trust God with our situation, which brings us to our next word, the Hebrew word for sustain. And this is the word chuhul, chuhul, and it means to feed, to nourish to provide for, to maintain, and to abide with. Despite the difficulty with his situation, the farmer trusts that God will abide with him, maintain him, and would nourish him. You and I can trust that God, with the deliverance and the salvation of unsaved sons and daughters, and that he will that he will sustain us and nourish us, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and yes, even physically when the difficulties regarding our prodigals threaten to overwhelm us in every way, shape, or form. Our God will abide with us and stay by our side. And When we do all this, we can also trust that He will not permit, not allow the enemy, or our fleshly doubts, or what may appear to be a hopeless situation, or the world's negative feedback. To move us. And that Hebrew word moved being the word mohot. Mohot. It means to fall down, to collapse. It was also the term that was used to describe a person who loses their footing while climbing a mountain. And it is from a similar Hebrew word which means death, which is indeed what can happen if you lose your footing. God will not allow you and I to fall down to slip or to collapse under the weight of our problems because he commands you and I to put our heavy packs down and let him carry them. God does not want to see us carry these burdens for our prodigals and then see us collapse under them. And so, brothers and sisters, as we pray, fast, wait, and believe for the deliverance and salvation of our prodigal sons and daughters, which our God will not fail to bring to pass the next time you and I find ourselves at the dinner table, not being able to eat, or experiencing a sleepless night, or not being able to worship, all because of our fears, anxieties, and worries over our unsaved children, turn to Psalm 55, verse 22. Turn the text into prayer inserting your name and the name of your prodigal son or daughter into the verse pray the pray the text to the lord and obey the command of the lord of hosts and abandon your burden to him let god swoop down and carry them away not only will he answer the prayer in his own time and way but he will also abide with you stay by your side during the waiting period nourish and feed you with strength and keep you and i from collapsing i pray that this devotional this time together in sharing god's word was a blessing to you i myself many times need to be strengthened and many times the enemy can put doubts and worries into my mind as well i don't think anyone no one is immune to attacks from the enemy, attacks to make us doubt God's ability, attacks to make us doubt God's love for us, maybe even make us doubt God's love for our prodigals, trying to convince us that our our prodigals are too evil, too bad. God does not want to save them. They're beyond help. Maybe somebody else's child can get saved because they're not that bad, but not your prodigal. The strongholds are too powerful. It's not going to happen. Those are lies, deceptions from the enemy to get you and I to stop praying, to stop fasting, to stop trusting, and to rob us of the peace that passes all understanding when you commit these situations to the Lord. We need to continue to trust God and not be anxious or worried about whether or not God wants to do it or whether or not God can do it. God is not willing that any should perish but that all should come to repentance. The Word of God says that God takes no delight in the death of the wicked. and So we need to continue to pray and fast and believe for the deliverance and salvation of all of our prodigal sons and daughters, regardless of whether or not we see the situation, maybe getting worse, maybe their resistance, or anger, or hostility is intensifying. Maybe your prodigal is telling you to leave them alone. Don't bother them. Stop playing Christian music. Stop witnessing to them. Get off their backs, whatever it is that they're saying. No matter how hostile, no matter how volatile they may be becoming, we need to continue to believe. And I truly believe that when we're witnessing to our prodigals and praying, sometimes this hostility and this anger could be demonic in manifestation. You're obviously stirring something up when your prodigal acts up when you're praying for them. And that could be a good thing, actually, because it means that something is happening. The spirits which are oppressing your prodigal son and daughter are kicking up. They're reacting to your prayers and your fasting and your faith. But we need to stand fast and continue, not to be swayed, not to back off, not to cower in fear. Persevere in prayer. and believe God that he will deliver and save our prodigal sons and daughters. I have no doubt that he can do it, and that he will do it. Well, right now we're going to break into a musical interlude, two musical numbers that I pray will encourage and bless you, and following this musical interlude, We're going to resume with the Parents of Prodigal podcast, the second half. And there'll be a time when we enter a time of prayer and supplication and come before the throne of grace to bring these petitions before the Lord. There is still time to get your request in if you want us to pray for your prodigal. And so we'll break into this musical interlude and return with the second half Of the Parents of Prodigals podcast. Be blessed, and we'll be back.
1: Counselor, comforter Joe
0: Welcome you back to the second half of the Parents of Prodigals podcast. And we have several listeners I can see on my board. We welcome, we welcome Montana that is listening in to the Parents of Prodigals podcast. And earlier I had observed that Montana tried to chime in live. Um, Montana, if you choose to do so, you can chime in now. We will put you on the air to listen to what you have to say and to touch and agree with you in prayer for your prodigal that the Lord would reveal himself to them. And so we praise God for all listeners, all parents of prodigals who are tuning into this podcast live. And so while we wait, perhaps if someone does chime in, I want to share with all listeners, I want to share with you the words, the lyrics to a hymn that was written a long time ago. And the title of the hymn is My Anchor Holds, My Anchor Holds, and these are the lyrics to this hymn. Though the angry surges roll on my tempest driven soul, I am peaceful. For I know, wily though the winds may blow, I have an anchor, safe and sure, that can evermore endure. And it holds, my anchor holds, blow your wildness, then, O Gale, on my boat so small and frail, by his grace I shall not fail, for my anchor holds, my anchor holds. Mighty tides about me sweep, Perils lurk within the deep. Angry clouds overshade the sky, And a tempest rises high. Still I stand, the tempest's shock, For my anchor grips the rock. I can feel the anchor fast, As I meet each sudden blast, And a cable, though unseen, Bears the heavy strain between through the storm i will safely ride till the turning of the tide troubles almost overwhelm the soul griefs like billows over me roll tempters seek to lure astray storms may obscure the light of day but in christ i can be bold i have an anchor that shall hold You know, William Clark Martin was a Baptist minister in the late 1800s and early 1900s. This hymn is one of several that he wrote. And it's about how our anchor, our Lord Jesus Christ, will hold. And it's based on Hebrews chapter 6, verse 19. Now, we all know what an anchor is. It's a heavy metal hook that's used to secure an object, such as a boat, so that it won't sink or float off to sea when it isn't supposed to. And The anchor, when hooked to a sturdy rock, provides support, stability and security for the boat. Now in this hymn, My Anchor Holds, this is a symbolic picture of our Lord Jesus Christ, who when you and I are attached to him, provides the same type of support, stability and security in our lives, especially in the middle. Of dark and difficult times when it comes to the deliverance and salvation of our prodigals. Now, when the angry waves, like Satan and his demons, are trying to cause us to shipwreck and to destroy our faith, you and I can be at peace, knowing that our anchor will give us the support we need to remain intact. The Lord is there to help us in our time of need. But remember something. It only works when you and I are attached to the anchor. So here's the question for all of us, myself included. Are we attached to him and how strong is our attachment? Are we trusting in the only one who can keep our boat secure? Let's be encouraged to take that step of faith today. As we approach the throne of grace on behalf of our prodigal sons and daughters. There is still time to get your prayer request in. And I wanna encourage anyone out there who feels that they are not worthy. That may be true, none of us are worthy in fact. None of us are worthy, but we are made worthy through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. So if you are not feeling worthy, join the club. I'm not worthy either. None of us are. The Word of God says that our righteousness is like filthy rags. But we are made righteous through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Our Lord, He makes us worthy. We need to come to Him, trust in Him, believe in Him, surrender to Him, and all will be well. I praise and thank God for that. And so I wanna encourage you, if you're not feeling worthy, do not go by feelings. Feelings can shift, the weather can affect your feelings. What you eat can affect your feelings. Circumstances can affect your feelings. Disregard how you're feeling. Turn to the Word of God. Jesus Christ is our anchor and the Word of God is sure. So you and I may not feel worthy, but feeling has got nothing to do with it. By faith, disregard what you're feeling. And by faith, trusting in the Word of God, commit to Him your situation. Jesus Christ is who makes you worthy, you and I. There is still time to get your prayer request in or if you want to chime in live we're going to approach the throne of grace right now we have numerous prayer requests and if somebody chimes in live we will plug them in and hear what they have to say and we will continue in prayer and supplication touch and agree with me right now our first prayer request is for two young men By the name of Joshua, we pray for many of these requests every week, and we're going to continue to pray for them until there's breakthrough. And there is breakthrough. Both of them are the name of Joshua, and both these Joshuas are facing addiction issues, like so many young people are. And the parents of both these Joshuas are praying for the deliverance and salvation of both these young men that are in the stronghold, the chains, Of substance abuse. Touch and agree with me right now for both these young men. Father, I thank you, first of all, for the grace of salvation, for sending your son Jesus Christ to die for our sins. None of us are worthy, but we are made worthy by the shed blood of Jesus Christ. And we thank you because it's only through Christ that we can come before the throne of grace. Now, Lord, we come before you. With these two young men both of them in chains to the stronghold of drug addiction we pray that every stronghold of the enemy that has these two young men in bondage be broken it may be instantaneous or it may be a process lord god but we come against the stronghold of drug addiction substance abuse the addiction is one of the mind and the body and the soul the mind, the enemy tells the mind, you need drugs because you can't hope with difficulty. The body becomes addicted and ravaged by the chemicals. The soul becomes addicted. We rebuke the enemy. We rebuke the forces of darkness that have the mind, the soul, the spirit of these two young men in bondage. And we proclaim deliverance for them. Heavenly Father, speak to these two young men. You know exactly where they are right now who they're with and what they're doing. They may be on the street. They may be with friends. No matter where they are, reveal yourself to them both in a mighty way. Have your way with these two young men, both of them named Joshua. Turn them both into warriors for you, Lord God. Let all hindrances that come between them, that keep them from coming to you, remove the hindrances. If it's a hardened heart, soften it if it's ears that don't want to listen, unstop them. If it's eyes that don't want to see, open them up. If it's a closed heart, open the heart up. If it's a love for pleasure, if it's a love for anything else, no matter what the hindrance is, Lord God, remove the hindrances, break the stubborn will, do what it takes, Lord God, but save, deliver and save both these young men named Joshua. We commit them into your hands, Lord God. We Praise you. We thank you. We know it's happening even now. In Jesus' name, amen. We have a prayer request that came in. Montana. Montana requests prayer for the entire family, stating that the oldest has turned to the woke culture, the current philosophies of the world. Which are deceiving many. And there are many philosophies and ungodly frames of mind that our young people are turning to, believing that these frames of mind, these beliefs, whether they're spiritual or political, are of God, or maybe that they're okay. The book of Romans mentions that the enemy of this world has darkened the minds of our young people. And so we're going to lift montana up in prayer and the entire family there are many people who are listening live including montana so right now let's touch and agree for montana and montana's family all things are possible if you can believe and we believe with you montana let's pray heavenly father we thank you for montana lord god We thank you and praise you for Montana's concern for their family. But right now, Lord God, first we pray for Montana. The enemy is whispering lies into Montana's ears about worthiness and about stealing their peace. These are lies, deceptions from the enemy. The thief comes to steal, kill and destroy. But you come that we may have life and have it abundantly and so we lift up montana first of all in prayer encourage strengthen edify comfort in every shape in every way shape or form mentally emotionally spiritually strengthen montana's faith and trust in you lift montana's head high above the waves lord god no one who trusts in you will be ashamed We can trust you, Lord God. You will not disappoint us. You will not disappoint Montana. So strengthen Montana right now. Holy Ghost power. Infuse Montana right now. Let the baptism of the Holy Ghost fall on Montana. Give Montana an upper room experience right now. And help Montana to live a life worthy of the calling. A testimony before his family. We pray right now, Lord God, for Montana's family. Lord, you see the situation, the family members, the way of thinking, the philosophies, the beliefs, the deceptions, Lord God. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus that we bind the strong man that's attached to the lives of these family members right now. The strong man that is keeping these family members from receiving Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. The same way Abraham entered the enemy's camp, to rescue Lot, we enter the enemy's camp right now to rescue Montana's family, binding the strong man that's deceiving them and holding them in bondage. We rebuke strongholds in the lives of Montana's family. We plead the blood of Christ over them. We proclaim deliverance and freedom for them. Lord God, you see also in their lives, whatever is hindering, whatever is deceiving, whatever is tricking, whatever is lying strike down these things remove them and deliver these family members let their names be written in the book of life deliver and save them do whatever it takes to save montana's family so that they get raptured and spend eternity with you lord god we trust and believe you lord we know it's happening even at this moment we may not see it but it is happening We trust, we believe, and we receive. We touch and agree with Montana right now. Be encouraged. Even now, the Lord is moving. Like the Christian song says, even when we don't see it, you're working. Even when we can't feel it, you're working. You never stop, Lord. You never stop working. You're working in Montana's life and in Montana's family life. It's a matter of time, Lord God. It may happen tonight. It may happen tomorrow. It may happen a month, a year from now. But it is going to happen. You have the perfect method and the perfect time. We trust, we believe, we praise you for the answer that is now even coming and is already here. Bless Montana. Bless the family. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Every week, we lift up in prayer three young ladies, Gabby, Angela, and Valentina. And these prayer requests came in a long time ago, not that long ago, but a while back. And the parents of these three young ladies are concerned for their safety, well-being, but most of all, the safety and concern of their souls. Their souls are at stake. And all three of these young ladies may be battling with a variety of issues, I understand. Depression or low self-esteem, maybe perhaps hostility or being closed to the gospel. Maybe they're involved in a variety of lifestyles. God knows the details, but we're going to touch and agree right now for Gabby, Angela, and Valentina. Three young ladies, touch and agree with me right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for these three young ladies. And Lord, you died for them, Lord Jesus. You shed your blood on the cross of Calvary for them. Every desire of the enemy is to destroy these three young ladies, but right now we rebuke the forces of darkness that is deceiving and blinding them, luring them away, and having them live lives that are contrary to your will, Lord God. We just lift these three young ladies up to you right now, Lord God. We pray for their deliverance, first of all, that you deliver them, rescue them, Lord God, from the enemy's camp. Again, we pull down strongholds right now. The stronghold of hostility, the stronghold of depression, the stronghold of low self-esteem, the stronghold of resistance to the gospel. The stronghold of deception to different philosophies or different beliefs new age the occult we rebuke that in the name of jesus we touch and agree and we pray for gabby angela and valentine we pray for their deliverance and salvation right now lord god the spirit of destruction is in their lives and we rebuke these spirits right now deliverance salvation and the filling of the holy spirit we bind every spirit of mind blindness in the life of these three young ladies lord god reveal yourself to all three of them give these three young ladies absolutely positively no rest at night no rest during the day nudge them disturb them bother them until they come to a saving knowledge of jesus christ open up their eyes to their need for a savior do what it takes lord god if necessary give them a damascus road experience let them get knocked down if necessary father their souls are at stake this is a fight to the death and the enemy wants to see them dead we pray for gabby angela and valentina for their salvation we praise and we thank you for it lord god we pray that you strengthen the families as well not to be discouraged The answer may tarry, but it will come. Thank you, Lord God, for their salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Every week, we pray for a young lady by the name of China. China is the daughter of my dear brother Jamie and his wife, sister India, both members of Soul Purpose Evangelical Church, which we are members of. And a while back, China. Was involved in alternative lifestyles and in bondage, but through prayer, supplication, and petition, and faith, and prayer warfare, China came to a saving knowledge of Christ. Her name is written in the book of life. However, I've said it before that ground that is gained through prayer will always be attempted by the enemy to retaken. There's always going to be a counterattack by the enemy. He will not go something like this to go unaddressed. But we're going to pray for China's strength in the Lord and her perseverance in the faith. Touch and agree with me for China right now. Father, I thank you so much for this beautiful young lady whose name is written in the book of life, who is saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. Now, Father, there is more work to be done. A counterattack will be launched. If it hasn't been launched already lord we pray first of all that you encourage china that you strengthen her lord god don't let her get discouraged and if she does get discouraged encourage her lord god this walk is difficult and can be difficult father but lord you're by her side give her a strong sense of your presence not to go by feeling but to go by complete trust and faith disregarding circumstances And only going by your word, Heavenly Father. You're with her. You're abiding with her, Lord God. Help her to cast all her cares upon you when she's burdened by any difficulty. Give her Holy Ghost strength. Baptize her in the Holy Spirit if she hasn't been baptized already. Fill her with the Holy Spirit. Strengthen her. Give her an upper room experience. Continue to make her into the woman of God that you want her to become. Turn her into a Ruth, an Esther, a Mary, Lord God, a mighty woman of God, strong in faith and persevering, a woman of noble character and virtue. Bless her life. Bless her prayer life. Use her for your honor and glory, Lord God. Encourage her. Make her a worshiper. Make her a prayer warrior. Keep her in the hollow of your hands, Lord God. We rebuke any counterattack from the enemy. Put a battalion, a brigade, an army, thousands of angels around China to protect her in this Christian walk. Deepen her relationship with you, Lord God. Help her to fall ever more deeper in love with you. Your word says that if we love you, we'll obey your commands. Heavenly Father, give her a strong love for you. An uncompromising love for you. An unwavering love for you. We commit her into your hands. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name, Lord God. Amen and amen. We want to lift up. A man by the name of Edgar. Edgar is the adult son of my dear brother Frank and his godly wife Rose who are also attendees of Soul Purpose Evangelical Church. And Edgar knows the gospel. His parents have told him. He knows what it means to be saved. But many, many young people, many adults feel that they have plenty of time. There's no hurry. Later on, they'll turn to Christ, or maybe perhaps he reads the Bible on occasion, or may want to go to church. That's not enough. A person needs to confess their sins, admit their need for a Savior, and accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And so we're going to touch and agree with my brother Frank and sister Rose for the deliverance and salvation of their son Edgar. Touch and agree with me right now for Edgar. Father, I thank you for godly parents who love their son and are praying for them continuously, Lord God. And I pray that you strengthen my brother Frank and his wife Rose, that you continue to give them perseverance. Don't let them get discouraged. Don't let them lose heart. Encourage their hearts. Strengthen their hearts, Lord God. You will save Edgar. Help my brother Frank and sister Rose to continue to trust you and commit the situation into your hands it'll be okay they don't have to worry they don't have to fret all they need to do is like in our text psalm 55 verse 22 casting their burdens for frank for for edgar on you lord god cast their burdens for edgar on you heavenly father and you'll sustain them you'll hold them up you'll work it out lord god we pray for edgar's deliverance whatever he's in bondage to. It could be a spirit of self-righteousness. He could be relying on his moral goodness, Lord God. Strike that down, open up his eyes, reveal to him that being righteous, being so-called righteous, being moral or living a good life is not enough. He needs to admit his need of a savior and confess his sins. We come against the powers of darkness that are blinding and holding Edgar back from receiving the gospel in the name of Jesus Christ. We command the spirit of the prince of the power of the air to loose the hold on Edgar. We claim deliverance for Edgar right now. We pray for his salvation. It will come to pass. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you so much for Edgar's deliverance and salvation. It's going to happen. Give Edgar's parents patience, perseverance. Again, Lord God, you have your own method and your own timing. It may happen tomorrow. It may happen next week. Put a burden in Edgar's heart to come to church even, Lord God. Any church where your word is preached, Lord God. Send someone Edgar's way who will witness to him. Speak to him. We commit Edgar into your hands, Lord God. And we thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to lift up in prayer four young adults. Their names are Joseph, Jessica, Joshua, and Joel. And the parent of these four young adults says that two of these young adults are somewhat receptive to the gospel. And two are extremely hostile. I want nothing to do with the things of God. Either way, we're going to touch and agree with this parent for the deliverance and salvation for all four of them, Joseph, Jessica, Joshua, and Joel. Touch and agree with me right now. Heavenly Father, we thank you again for a loving and and godly parent that has a tremendous burden to see their children have their names written in the book of life and have their eternity secured, Lord God. That can only happen, Heavenly Father, when they surrender their lives to you, confessing their sins and surrendering their lives to you, Lord. We pray for Joseph, Jessica, Joshua, and Joel. We tear down and smash every stronghold of deception that's keeping Joshua, Joel, Jessica, and Joseph In the enemy's camp, in the name of Jesus, we rebuke these forces of darkness, pulling down these strongholds. We claim deliverance for all four of these young people. Father, do whatever it takes. It's a scary thing to say that, Lord. But yes, do whatever it takes to break the stubborn self-will, open the closed eyes, and soften the hardened heart of these four young people, Lord God. Save them, Father save them lord god we commit all for them into your hands we praise you and we worship you lord god we know the answer is even now coming you are working even at this moment we pray that you touch their hearts reveal yourself to each one of them each one of them is an individual maybe going through their own particular situation lord Reveal yourself in a unique way to each one of them that that speaks to them individually, Lord God. Maybe one doubts your existence. Maybe another one is angry. Maybe another one is discouraged. Lord, whatever needs to be done in each of their lives individually, move in a powerful way. Holy Spirit, pursue, overcome, overtake, convict. Open the closed eyes, soften the hardened heart. We commit Joseph, Jessica, Joshua, and Joel to your hands, Lord God. Their deliverance and salvation is coming, is already here. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to lift up in prayer a young man by the name of Roshan. And according to what I was told, by his parent, Rashan was a Christian and now apparently doesn't believe in God. Rashan became addicted to social media and different philosophies. And so we need to touch and agree and pray against the spirit of deception and spiritual blindness that Rashan returned to the faith. The enemy has lured Rashan away. I said it before, there's always a counterattack. Sometimes the counterattacks fail. Sometimes the counterattacks succeed. And the enemy lures a sheep away from the fold with lies, deceptions. And the sheep follows, unaware that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy the sheep. Let's pray for Rashan right now. Let's reverse the curse. Let's lift Rashan up in prayer. Father, we thank you so much, again, for a godly parent that loves Rashan and wants to see their deliverance and salvation. And Lord, Father, let Rashan come from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. In the name of Jesus, we pray for him, Lord God. Lord, he doesn't believe in you anymore, apparently. Lord, reveal yourself to him in a mighty way, in whatever way you choose, whatever way is necessary to open Rashan's eyes up. Deliver from the addiction to the demonic hold of social media, false philosophies, false belief, new age, whatever it is, Lord God. We pray against the spirit of deception that the blinders be removed from Rashan's eyes. Renew his commitment to you, Lord God. Let him shake himself and say, what am I thinking? And recommit his life back to you, Lord God. Let your mercy and your grace overwhelm Rashan so that he can recommit his life to you, Lord God. Use him, make him a man of God. Work in Rashan's life, Heavenly Father. His soul's at stake. The rapture could take place any minute now. Move in his life. We commit Rashan into your hands, Lord God. praise and worship you in jesus name thank you lord for answering this prayer for Rashan, even now amen you want to lift up a young man by the name of matthew now this request came in a while back actually not that long ago Uh, matthew was in jail and he was suicidal getting involved into the occult we had prayed for his deliverance and salvation There were other issues as well. Then we received an update from Matthew's mom. And that Matthew is starting to come around a bit. The Lord is moving in Matthew's life. There is some progress. The Spirit of God knows what he's doing and moves at his own pace. All we need to do is trust. So we're going to lift up both Matthew's mom and Matthew for deliverance and salvation, the moving of the Holy Spirit in Matthew's life. Let's touch and agree right now for this parent and her son, Matthew. Father, you see the concerns and the love that this mom has for her son. Your word says, Lord God, to be anxious for nothing, but by prayer, supplication and thanksgiving, to let our requests be made known unto you and the peace of God that passes all understanding shall keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. We pray for this, matthew's mom that you help her to commit the situation to you lord god and leave it there so that you can swoop down like in our devotional shalak help matthew's mom to abandon the burden to give it over to you you'll carry it lord god help her to lay down the heavy pack that she carries for matthew so that you can pick up the slack and carry it, Lord God. Your arms are strong. Your shoulders are strong, Heavenly Father. Sustain, strengthen, and abide with Matthew's mom, Lord God. We pray for Matthew right now, Father. You see where Matthew is right now. We come up against and we rebuke any suicide spirit. The thief comes to steal, to kill and destroy. That's what the enemy wants to see Matthew dead physically and spiritually in a Christless eternity but we rebuke the forces of darkness right now we rebuke all this we rebuke the spirit of suicide we we rebuke suicidal thoughts we speak life to Matthew right now rebuking the forces of darkness we just worship you Lord God we commit matthew into your hands father again let your grace and mercy and power overwhelm matthew break down any resistance overpower any hostility or any resistance or any lack of desire to turn to you father we tear down and smash every stronghold of deception keeping matthew from turning to you lord god We pray that the Holy Spirit reveal other strongholds to Matthew's mom that need to be broken down. We command the enemy to release Matthew. We pray that, Lord, that you send people Matthew's way, friends, relatives, acquaintances, even strangers who are believers, to witness to him, to speak to him to be salt and light before Matthew. We commit him into your hands, Lord God. Bless Matthew in Jesus' name. Lord, make him a man of God. Make him a man of God, Lord. We commit him into your hands. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. While we were in prayer, I understand that someone was trying to chime in live. Um, I missed that. Uh, If you wanna come in live, try it again, and we will plug you in. I will be keeping an eye out for you. But if you choose to do so, we would love to put you on the air and pray for you if necessary. Right now, we're gonna lift up in prayer a young man with the name of Curtis and Curtis's mom as well. Curtis was facing addiction issues. Curtis is a new father to a little girl. Curtis has a Christian background, but Curtis has doubts. And we prayed for Curtis last week. And then again, we received an update saying that Curtis has entered treatment and that God is working. In Curtis's life. You see, if you're listening live right now, you're hearing these updates, these praise reports. God can, does, and will move. He's done it for others. He did it in the life of my son. He's doing it in the life of those that we are praying for. He will do it for you as well. Touch and agree with me right now. Let's pray for Curtis and his mom. Heavenly Father, we touch and agree right now for Curtis's mother. A woman of God who is praying for her son, who believes for her son's deliverance and salvation. Encourage this mom. Strengthen her so that she doesn't throw in a towel or give up, Lord God. We praise you and thank you that you are moving. There is progress. Holy Spirit, you're moving in Curtis's life. We can see that. We've heard it. And we praise you and worship you. Now, Lord God, we lift Curtis up in prayer. We thank you that he has entered treatment, Lord God. And we pray for his continued perseverance in the program. And you strengthen him, strengthen his resolve. Give him strength in his heart and in his mind. We pray for emotional, mental, and physical healing from the ravages of the stronghold of drug addiction. We come against the powers of darkness that are blinding and binding, Curtis. And keeping him from receiving the gospel. We proclaim deliverance and freedom for Curtis. Convict him of his sin, Lord God. His heart is being softened, Continue to work in his life. We rebuke the forces of darkness. We rebuke the enemy. That's also counterattacking and doesn't want to see Curtis saved. We have a caller coming in live. Who do we have on the air? Hi. Hello? 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 Can you hear me? Hello? Yes, I can hear you clearly. Hi. Alan, it's Nicole, your wife.
2: Um, I just need to jump in and pray, and we need to pray against um that spirit of abandonment. Hmm. Yes. You to not know that God will never leave nor forsake you. In the name of Jesus, you just need to get into your secret place and draw closer to him because he is there. He is listening to your prayers. Mm. You just need to come against that spirit of abandonment, Father, in the name of Jesus. Yes. Glorify you, Lord. But we know, we know it in our hearts and in our minds you were there, you were there, you were there to come against the enemy. That's telling telling us that you've left us, that you're not there by her sides, but you will never leave nor forsake us. I praise you, Lord, and I glorify you. Mm. Father, O oh Lord oh Almighty, cover Montana, Lord. Cover him, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Let him know, Lord, Father, that you are there for him and his family, Lord, Father, that his children will come to the Lord, and you have not abandoned him. You hear every single one of his prayers. Mm. I just want closer to you, to stay in that secret place, and struggle closer into you, and to pray over your children daily. Pray over them, bless them, anoint them, because they will come, and he is there for you.
0: In Jesus' name, I praise you and I glorify you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. For those of you who were listening in, that was my wife, Nicole. Uh, She's at another location right now, but I praise God for a godly woman, a parakletos, a helpmeet for me. So I just want to praise God for my wife calling in and praying for Montana, who I see is listening in live. I believe possibly from Montana, but uh but we praise God for Montana tuning in and we will continue to touch and agree for Montana as well. All right, Nicole. Are you still there? No, I'm gonna hang up. God bless you all, and
2: just know that we keep your prayers, keep you all in our prayers daily.
0: Yes. Amen. Amen. Nicole. All right. Thank you so much, hon. I will see you later, okay? all right bye-bye i'm blessed truly blessed to have a woman of god again a parakletos a helpmeet who encourages strengthens me um at times when i become discouraged so i praise god for that and montana if you're still tuning in we will continue to touch and agree again don't go by your feelings go by faith trusting in the lord none of us are worthy I said it before, we are made worthy through the blood of Christ. And so as, we, as long as we trust in that, all of our righteousness is as filthy rags. I had said that earlier. But we're not trusting in our own righteousness. We are made righteous through the blood of Christ. And so we, when we trust in the Lord, yes, we are all unworthy. When we, again, we are made worthy by our Lord Jesus Christ and his shed blood. He makes it possible for us to come before the throne of grace. We praise God for that. We were praying for Curtis. And again, we touch and agree and believe for Curtis's salvation, his deliverance and salvation. It's going to happen. There is progress being made in Curtis's life. It's going to continue. We're going to get a praise report, a continued update as we have before. we thank and praise the lord for curtis's mom and curtis and we know that god is going to continue to move we're going to lift up in prayer right now a young man by the name of johnny johnny is the adult son of our dear sister who is tuning in live right now and johnny we pray for him every week is battling the stronghold of alcohol johnny is facing an even bigger issue he's not saved his soul is at stake the enemy would love nothing more than to drag johnny down into a christless eternity would love to see him enter a christless demise or to see johnny get left behind when the rapture takes place that's not going to happen because we're going to touch and agree right now for Johnny's mom, a godly woman who was praying for him and for Johnny, touch and agree with me right now. For Johnny, Father, first and foremost, we pray for Johnny's mom, a woman of God, consecrated, dedicated, committed to you, Lord, who was praying for her son, and we pray that you bless her, encourage her, and strengthen her when she becomes weary. Lift up her hands, Lord God, if she continues to pray for her son and to believe and trust for his deliverance and salvation don't let her get discouraged we rebuke the enemy that will try to discourage her and make her doubt that it's going to happen it is going to happen and right now we lift johnny up in prayer father lord god reveal yourself to johnny in a powerful 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 way you see where he is At this very moment, right now, Lord God, he could be wandering the streets, he could be in a friend's house drinking, he could be home, no matter where he is, Lord God. Reveal yourself to Johnny. Lord, give him a revelation of knowledge of you, Heavenly Father. Any hindrance that's coming between you and him from believing and trusting in you, remove it, Lord God. Soften Johnny's heart so that he is less resistant and trusts and believes in you, Lord God. We pray for Johnny right now. We rebuke the spirit of alcoholism. We rebuke the spirit of the need to drink. Lord, Johnny may believe and he may think that he needs to drink and his body may be ravaged by alcohol. May we rebuke This desire for a drink We rebuke this desire to Get drunk Put a bad taste in Johnny's mouth When he wants to take a drink We pray for his deliverance We pray for his salvation We rebuke any forces of darkness That's working in his life Pulling down the strongholds for Johnny We claim deliverance for Johnny Reclaim salvation for Johnny. Reclaim Johnny for the kingdom of God. Put a burden in Johnny's heart to turn to you, Lord. Put a burden in Johnny's heart to come to church. Send people Johnny's way. A friend. A relative. A Christian song. A gospel track. A radio program even a podcast, Lord. You have the perfect method and the perfect time and the perfect way to speak to Johnny's heart. We commit his deliverance and salvation into your hands, Lord. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, we've reached the conclusion of our time together in the Parents of Prodigals podcast. We've gone over our allotted time but that's okay spirit of god decides when we're done not the clock and i pray that this time together was a blessing to everyone who tuned in to everyone who was listening we shall return back on the air next thursday October 12th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But until then, if you're the parent of an unsaved son and daughter, and you live in Alabama, North Dakota, Pennsylvania, Idaho, Utah, if you're the parent of an unsaved son and daughter, and you Live in West Virginia, South or North Carolina, Rhode Island, Washington State, New Jersey, New York. If you're the parent or guardian of an unsaved son and daughter, and you're worried about their salvation, about their name being written in the book of life, and you're praying that they get saved, and you live in Texas, Florida, Florida, Mississippi, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Oklahoma, if you're the parent of an unsaved son and daughter, or guardian of an unsaved son and daughter, and you're tuning in from Mexico, Uganda, Brazil, the United Kingdom. Canada, the Philippines, Germany or India, no matter where you are, in the next town, in the next state, overseas, no matter where you are, if you are the parent, the mother or the father or the guardian of an unsaved son and daughter. And you want to see their name written in the book of life. Continue in prayer, being watchful therein. And watch the road. Watch the road. Your prodigal will be on it. Until next Thursday, October 12th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is Brother Alan Weir. On behalf of the Parents of Prodigals podcast, wishing you good night and God bless. (laughs)